Well, as I say every program, welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host. And uh, I don't often start the show this way, but I'm going to because I want to jump right into our very special guest here on the program. Is we bring you choices and knowledge of those choices to uh, help make your dreams come true. Wendy Darling is our guest. We're going to talk about how you can create your miraculous life. It's never too late. Ladies and gentlemen, it is never too late. I will tell you when it is too late, when you're dead, okay? And even some would argue that point with me. Uh, maybe even my guest will argue that point with me. Uh, Wendy, thank you so much for joining me on the program. I am looking forward to, uh, to, to starting my miraculous life. Oh, nice. Well, it's nice to be joining you again. Again? This is, this is your second time? That is correct. How miraculous has your life been since we talked last? Well, um, in many ways, probably very. In other ways, new chapters are opening up. And so I'm in a bit of a, cre a new creation mode. So I'm looking forward to it. In fact, in two days, I'm taking off on a little two-week retreat and visiting the coastal towns of New England. Don't know exactly why yet, especially I just even <laughs> looked at the weather and I was thinking it might be cold and possibly snowy, but it looks like it might be a little bit warmer and rainy. So I, I'm just going to follow um, my guidance and see what's there for me. Of course, you would mention your guidance. It's what we talk about on this program all the time. Yes. All we do is we talk about Wendy Darling's guidance. No, we're talking about that inner, <laughs> that we all have that inner guidance when we talk about people participating in the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s. And uh, we did that for the first year of the 2020s. We called it the year of perfect vision. And we asked people to go within, to spend time in that quiet, peaceful place and listen to that still small voice. Let me ask you what you're listening for when you are spending that time. Well, first of all, I have no agenda. Um, I'm uh, just staying open to seeing where I'm guided, what is going to be provided for me in that time. So I personally have no expectation other than I would prefer that the weather cooperate. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I have much choice in that. I can put in my request. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. I think it's an opportunity for, um, for the possibility of, of replenishment, of renewal, and open to new possibilities. I can tell you more after I return. I will look forward to that because one of the things that I have thri been thrilled about uh, in my few sojourns across this planet, uh, the farthest I've been is Ireland. And I went there twice with my wife and uh, looking forward to going back there again to stay, ladies and gentlemen. I'm looking for adoptive parents right now. I'm not going <laughs> to renege on my, my natural parents, my biological parents. I love them too much. Uh, so I'll have two sets of parents. <laughs> I'll even go into the foster program. I don't care as long as it's in Ireland. Uh, that is my dream. That's what I, I am hoping, envisioning uh, for myself and my wife uh, 
as we move further down the road. But you, uh, you, I want to let our listeners know that you have a website where people can go to find out more about the work that you are doing. It is wendydarling.com. We're, of course, currently linked to your website through the first interview that we did with you, and uh, we'll be linked to this one as well. Uh, and you will be on YouTube because uh, we have a YouTube channel now where people can uh, go and listen and watch these interviews. They can get to know us a little bit more personally through images that they can see on the screen, which is kind of nice. And I've been having fun with it for the last couple of years, almost two years, uh, in terms of uh, editing the videos and posting them. I have like uh, 220 videos up there, and um, a lot of people are watching. I'm up to 58 subscribers. I don't know. Hey, I'm glad that 58 people chose to subscribe, but I know a lot of other people are listening and watching. And in terms of people listening and watching you and the work that you are doing, um, before the pandemic, were you traveling about uh, kind of holding workshops, seminars, uh, gatherings, trying to help people um, and and instill in them the mindset that they can have a miraculous life? What what is the biggest uh, resistance that you get from people as much as they want what you're, so to speak, selling or sharing in terms of a miraculous life? What is the biggest resistance point, if you will, that they will tell you why they haven't gotten there? Oh, um, not quite sure how to answer that question because quite honestly, we don't focus a lot on that. Okay. Um, we focus more on, I mean, when somebody starts working with me, there's obviously a gap between where they are and where they want to be. It might be um, related to their business and their finances. It could be related to their health. It could be related to their love life or lack thereof. Those are the three most common reasons why people work with me. Although I also, <clears throat> excuse me, have worked with youth um, in that kids that are having some challenges. So one of the ways that I work is we literally, I support somebody in getting into their heart and really magic wand time what they truly desire. And there's a beautiful process that I take people through that allows them more easily to get into their heart and they acknowledge that truth. And I think that that is step number one. Then because of my methodology, the miraculous living method, I'm able to find anything that's causing misalignment or interference from that actually materializing. So the part that I personally love about the miraculous living method and the way I work is we don't have to figure out what and how or when. And so, but the process itself releases the undercurrent while still training the mind to be in alignment with that desire, whether it's attracting the love of your life Um, making more money, growing your business, getting your body in a healthier state, whatever it might be, could be all three. Um, So, so it just depends. I would say more than anything, people are recognizing that they're missing something and something's not working and they just don't know what it is. And the good news is 
they don't have to figure it out. They don't have to figure it out because Mm -hmm. that's not the point, is it? It's not. uh, um, Maybe the best way I can describe this is with a statement that was made to me during one of these personal growth programs that I went through back in the 80s and early 90s. And they would reinforce over and over again, give up the need to know why. And I get that comment from a lot of people. You know, I, you know, I really love orange sherbet ice cream. I just don't know why. And I, I, and I'm, forgive me for putting it this way, Wendy. It's the dumbest question I've ever heard a person ask themselves. Why I like this. Why I like that. Why I feel this way. Why I feel that way. And it's like, because you do. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with you. And forgive me for using the word stupid, folks, but but it just seems kind of ridiculous. I mean, we seem, am I wrong? Are we wasting a lot of time in that regard in terms of uh, trying well, to figure out? Yeah, I think the mind wants to try to figure things out. Yeah. That is the one of the multitude of purposes of our mind. And the mind also wants us to know, it wants us to be safe. And that's where a lot of erroneous thoughts and beliefs come from, from early childhood conditioning and programming that form these patterns, they form these beliefs. And, and so again, it's, it's even conditioning to want to know, and it doesn't have to be that way. You know, with the way that I work with people, I help free them of the holds of whatever is holding them back. And they are able to experience much more freedom and joy and happiness. They're also much become even more intuitive and they're able to trust the the pulls or the direction or however people receive guidance because we all receive it in different ways. It's Mm -hmm. not necessarily hearing it. I don't regularly hear it. I happen to know it. Um, Every now and then I'll get an image of something. But my knowing and just feeling it in my heart is my strongest um, guidance. Some people do hear it. That's just not me. Um, So um, I think it's, you know, I guess I sell freedom, you know, and freedom for people to live, first of all, a very authentic life. And living the life of their deepest desires. And more importantly, or I should say in addition to that, to be able to live their life in a way that I call your divine destiny. That you also take all your gifts and talents and experiences and you contribute them in some way that allows you to make your special mark in life. It doesn't mean that you're going to invent the next Tesla or rocket ship or whatever, but in your own unique way, however big or small that contribution may be, that's your contribution. And by doing so, you make this world a better place. And that's all we're trying to do. Just trying to make this world a better place uh, for everybody, not just a select few. Uh, I'm watching uh, uh, this series on television called Inventing Anna. 
uh, you may or may not be familiar with it, about this uh, woman who, a uh, young girl actually in her 20s, uh, supposedly Russian. I, we haven't finished watching the series. It's supposedly a miniseries. But it's this gal who basically is able to get things done without ever having to contribute anything. No money, no assets, no nothing. And, and we don't even know if she really does have a trust fund, for example, that she won't get control of until she's 25. I think right now she's, I don't know, 22, 23. And, and basically pulling a Madoff or a Ponzi, if you will, uh, getting other people to invest uh, coercing bank managers and financial institutions to to make all of this happen so that she can get so she can uh, rent this huge building. I couldn't believe what I was hearing though. Four million dollars a month lease. Four million dollars. <laughs> Man, well, what do you get for four million dollars? Obviously, access to the building. Uh, but you know, she want, she's got these lofty ideas. But it's coming off uh, as the series progresses with. There, uh, this uh, journalist is doing some investigating while this girl is going to trial because she's been arrested and she's been charged with all of these, these felony charges, and kind of like Bernie Madoff. And uh, as as they reveal certain things, I'm sitting here going, and look how gullible the individuals who got sucked in, the bank managers and these different group, that person and this person and that person, because she was so convincing, and they're about to lose their shirts. I believe I read about this, and I believe it's actually based on a true story. It is. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I can't remember when it happened, but obviously it happened um, recently in the last maybe five or ten years. I, but we, we, we read about people, we hear about people, whether it be in the news or in the movies, TV shows, what have you, uh, who live these lavish lifestyles. I just got finished watching... Uh, um, how's it? Fra I'm trying to remember. I don't know if it's called the life of, or what have you, Tammy Faye Baker. Well, I was working for a Christian radio station during the heydays of televangelism in the eighties, early nineties. And this whole debacle, uh, I remember when Oral Roberts made the comment, uh, that if you don't give to the Oral Roberts university or whatever it is, uh, the Lord will take me home and forgive me for putting this this way, Wendy, Lord, take him home. It's like, what game are you trying to play here? This is that's called extortion, you know. Uh, if you don't do this, then this will happen, you know. And I, I'm just, and we're all trying to play by the rules. I, I love, uh, I love a John Denver song that uh, speaks to that. It says, I, I listen to the words they say. I read what I should read. I do whatever's right to do. I try to be what I should be. And, you know, some of us were raised that way. Now, I can't say that I'm a perfect person. I've had some learning lessons, some life experiences that have taught me great lessons. And I put it that way rather than saying I've made lots of mistakes because I've made no mistakes. I've had lessons, life lessons. Uh, but what about that? Here I am, the kind of guy who he wants to be fair. He wants to make sure that when he files his taxes, he puts everything in there that he's supposed to. Uh, when he's at the grocery store and he's paying cash and they give him an extra five that he will turn right around. Oh, hey, you overpaid me here because the drawer is going to come up short or whatever the case might be. And then we see around us all of this mayhem going on, people just taking advantage 
Um, some will even say, well, but the laws are there. We're just taking advantage of the laws. It's like, but where's the morality? Where are the ethics? You know, where's the character uh, uh, you know, of this person? So how do we, how do we, because to me, that's not part of a miraculous life. That's just the opposite because you create all kinds of this energy that can tend to follow you. And you would then wonder, why is this happening to me? Can you, can you talk a little bit to that? Well, first of all, I think we're in very vulnerable times. Okay. And there are people that are struggling. And that struggle and unhappiness is being projectile vomited in a variety of ways. What, so first of all, I don't, I don't stay uninformed, but I don't focus on that. Okay. And what I believe is very important is for people that are conscious and intentional, um, we have research that provides um, evidence that those of us that live from a place of love, spread that can actually help to fill up some of the love wells, shall we say, of these individuals that are really struggling. You know, people don't do these kinds of things that you're referring to because they're happy mm -hmm. um, and feel good about themselves. And so I think it's a very pivotal time that people like yourself, like me, like many others, do good in the world. You know, we can always focus on what's wrong or not working. You know, there are people I know that gets very frustrated and angry, but they're just frustrated and angry. They're not really doing anything to possibly contribute to correct a circumstance or situation. So I think it's just like anything. It, you can decide, are you going to look at life half empty or are you going to look at life half full? And I'm always looking at the opportunities. Even when things go awry or something maybe happens that um, I would prefer had not happened, I always look for the opportunity. What's, what's the growth opportunity like you were uh, alluding to? Mm -hmm. And I think more and more of us really just have to look at that because you know, if I lived in the news, if I lived in a lot of the struggles that are occurring, which are realities, I'm not, I'm not dipping my head in the sand, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and, and, and ignoring it, I would probably walk around rather depressed myself and worried or anxious, which a lot of people are doing. But instead... I stay informed and go, okay, so what can I do today? What difference can I make? Now, part of what I do, I work with energy. And so in my office, I will make sure that I cleanse my energy, that I don't take on other people's energy, especially if I'm doing healing work. Um, I fill myself up daily with love, and then I will project it out. I will fill my home with love. I feel I feel love in my neighborhood. I expand that to my city, my state, and ultimately the globe. And so I, we all can do that. Mm -hmm. I teach children 
how to do an exercise like this. And I teach them how bullies, for example, or kids that are labeled as bullies are really just children whose hearts have been stomped on in some way. And this is their way of survival. They just don't know how to deal with the pain that actually exists. I teach kids how they can silently send love to those children and help them inadvertently fill up their love wells. It is proven that this can work. I've seen it myself multiple times. I've done it myself multiple times. So there are ways that we have learned. You know, we haven't talked about it on this show, but I come from a very traditional background. You know, I lived a very traditional, regular kind of life. I was an organizational development consultant going into companies looking at what needed to strengthen, shift, and to get them in better positions so that executives and their teams um, would be more productive and profitable. Mm -hmm. And then I had a very serious accident now 31, 32 years ago. I don't know. I, I don't keep track of it any longer. And and there's a lot of information about that. But what came out of that time of healing was I started to receive and cultivate my healing gifts and what has now been developed into a very specific transformational system that is called the Miraculous Living Method, which allows me to find anything interfering and creating a gap from you living that miraculous life. I believe that you get to decide what miraculous means to you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean the waters will part, but it might. Um, you know, for me, miraculous is being happy and, you know, having wonderful experiences, having fun, um, having love, um, having a thriving business and getting to support those who most benefit, shall we say, from the medicine that I offer so that they can in turn go make their mark. So miraculous can mean different things for different people. And even, I mean, did I ever really think that I would be a voice for living a miraculous life? No, <laughs> I didn't. I would never have guessed that. You know, um, even when it was showing up, when I wrote my first book and it was named um, The Miracle That Is Your Life, mm -hmm. that's when this whole miracle business started happening for me, or at least speaking it that way. And it really started out because it honored my father, whose Hebrew name was Nissen, that means miracle. And mm. my son's Hebrew name is Nissan Chaim, which translates to the miracle of life. So, And now today, I love that, first of all, it honors my father who passed away many years ago. It honors my son. And, and I have finally was able to lean into that I'm honored that I can be a voice mm. of what's possible in life. 
Well, we're glad that you're here with us, and we're glad that we're talking with you, Wendy. Wendy Darling is my guest, and uh, we are um, really trying to bring forth uh, all kinds of great information for you folks and um, help you to move forward in your life and, uh, and, and, and do the things that you want to do and, and live the life that uh, you came here to live. So we're talking with Wendy Darling. WendyDarling.com is the website. I'm Richard Dugan. This is Tell Me Your Story. We're bringing you new paradigms for a new world, giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And we are here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m. We are streaming live at those times, as well as 9 a.m. on Wednesdays for the special edition of Tell Me Your Story. Uh, RichardDugan.com is the website where you can listen to those programs at those times through the live stream. Podcasts are on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and many other locations. We certainly hope that you'll subscribe. We're also, as I mentioned earlier, on YouTube, where you can find out more about our guest. We're linked to uh, Wendy's website, wendydarling.com. That's the website. That's the address. You can go there, find out more about how you can live and create a miraculous life, your miraculous life, just as uh, I have one as well. And I have to tell you, Wendy, it's been quite remarkable for me just over the last, oh, I'm going to say nine months or so, how my life has, uh, and all of our lives have the ups and downs, and yet I managed to maintain a particular perspective and balance uh, in the process, letting go of any expectations of... Uh, where I'll end up, let's just say, for example, at the end of the tunnel, when I come out the other end of the tunnel, uh, <laughs> and uh, not worrying about how it's going to look, uh, but being open to accepting whatever the universe has to offer. And we hope that you folks will continue your journey with us here on Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and um, Wendy Darling is my guest here on the program, and uh, this is wonderful to be talking to you about how to create a miraculous life. Where do you begin with uh, some? And and I know you probably do this online, on Zoom, and other platforms similar. Um, I doubt you. Uh, well, I don't know. Have you done many face to face or in person uh, gatherings or uh, uh, teachings, uh, um, mentorings, therapy sessions, what have you? What well, do you call them? <laughs> Yeah, I have. Um, I have not in the last two years. Okay. Um, all my work in the last two years, including speaking engagements, have all been virtual. I have not yet done anything in person at, at this time. And where do you start with someone in that regard? Uh, what's, what's, sure. what's the beginning step? Well, um, I refer to it as magic wand time. Uh, where, I mean, even when I first have a conversation with somebody, they, they're drawn to talking to me because they're really wanting something, but they don't have it. And so it just starts with, well, what do you want? And when somebody actually begins working with me, we create a life vision. We create a life mission. So the, and I have transformational healing cards um, that I use in this process, which helps people connect more easily with their heart's desires. And I take them through a process where they design their life and 
it's designed from their heart, not their head. And I want you to know, I can definitely hear the difference. So, so they paint a picture of what they would like their life to look like, possibly where they're living, their home, their relationship, their type of work and environment, and it keeps going. And, but then I take it a step further. It's like, okay, let's say you want a house that over has a view of the ocean. And um, why? What, what's the higher meaning and purpose, the deeper meaning and purpose of having that home? So that happened to be one of mine. And when I initially created that, that vision and mission, um, I was living in Dallas, Texas. So obviously there wasn't a lot of water or at least ocean where I was living at that time. Now today I'm in San Diego and I don't have that view yet, but it doesn't take me very long to get to the ocean. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, in the, the example that I'm providing is it tells me I'm getting my job done mm. in terms of what I'm offering and contributing. And it looks like I may possibly, there's a little nickel happening right now. You're one of the first to hear this, ah. that I may possibly be looking at a different ocean in the not too distant future. So that's the other thing. Things can shift over time. Mm -hmm. I never thought I would leave California. There's a very real possibility I might. So, 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 so are you trying to tell me that there's the possibility you and I could be neighbors in Ireland? No. Along the coast? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that ocean. Okay. So, so um, no, I'm still staying in the States. Okay. Yeah, um, so the possibility <laughs> is more Florida, um, which kind of surprises me, but we're not there yet. Okay. I don't want to be premature. Right, I hear you. Uh, I hear you. And so, um, so the purpose, though, of, you know, having a car or the house, you know, home's very important to me because it nourishes me. And I have to feel nourished in order to do the work I offer to others. So, so I, I, so to sum up your question, we design your life, but then it's like, well, what's the higher meaning, the deeper meaning and purpose of having whatever that vision represents? Mm. We're talking with uh, Wendy Darling. WendyDarling.com is the website. We're talking about how to create your miraculous life. And um, I'll be honest with you, when I just take a look at my life just on face value, it's pretty damn miraculous that uh, the various uh, bodily functions function, uh, i.e., you know, I can, you know, breathe and the heart's constantly beating and, right. and the blood is flowing and, and my mind is racing with questions for you. And, and then, of course, well, okay, what am I going to do? Uh, um, uh, you know what am I going to do today? What what's the what's the next uh, what's the next uh, step in my career? I mean, and I've shared this with our listeners. So I can share this with you as well. Uh, that uh, there's a very real possibility. This program, which is part of my dream, will go on the road. Not only go on the road, 
but you'll be able to watch it online and on television, terrestrial TV, as well as on various video websites as a travel program where we will go and interview people. Hey, we'll come down to San Diego and we'll sit down and interview you and they'll take shots of San Diego and maybe some of the work that you do with folks and those kinds of things. Turn it into a, a, a wonderful television program. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Never thought I would get into uh, television, but... Um, since I've been doing Zoom, I was doing Skype uh, interviews and recording some of them, but I wasn't posting them until I didn't start posting interviews uh, on YouTube until um, July of uh, 2020. And then I'm doing my own editing, both audio and video. Uh, it's, you know, and now there's a production company that's actually interested in uh, pursuing the, the uh, travel program. And we're talking about the pilot. Okay, where are we going to go? I've already picked out the place. I'm not going to tell you where. Um, but uh, we've already picked out a place. I've been to it before with my wife. It's quite a cool, cool place. And um, so uh, I'm looking forward to, to that materializing. I have... I'm trying to stay away from any expectations, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, you know what? That's okay, too. Uh, just like uh, what I've been dealing with for the past nine months or more and saying, you know what? I, I have no expectations. Uh, I, I even would say this. I, I don't care how it turns out. I really don't. I have a good feeling about how it's going to turn out. I just don't know what that's going to be. When you talk to people, and again, as you said already, we have our different different definitions of what is a miraculous life and what are miracles and so forth. Uh, I think about uh, when they canonize somebody in the Catholic Church. You know, they have to have performed, I think, three miracles. Uh, you know, something along those lines. Uh, they've got to be miracles, uh, and uh, it's amazing how, you know, we will we will accept them instead of the science that might explain it. By the same token, hey. I'm searching maybe just like you, Wendy. I'm searching. I'm trying to understand the universe uh, on, on as many levels, physically, mentally, mo emotionally, and spiritually. I don't know if there are other dimensions. I don't know if I'm living other lives on other timelines in other um, realities or if this is the only one. I mean, there are all kinds of theories out there, great science fiction programs out there as well. But when you are working with people, Wendy, tell me. Um, what is going through you at those times? Uh, you feel like, do you feel like, let's just say like a conduit as you are not only sharing, but you are putting forth that energy that's coming through you? Um, well, when I work with people, I go into their world. So, um, I'm, I'm just really, um, just listening and tuning into what is wanting to take place. Uh, so, and then when I do my healing work, yes, I'm just a vehicle, you know, of that coming through me. Well, I, I think that uh, that's something we all need to learn, don't you think? I mean, we need to learn how to be the conduit because, like, when I went for my uh, Reiki master. Uh, a master's, if you will, um, uh, level three, I guess it is. Uh, I was told not to have expectations 
when it comes to sending the energy and that I am not the source of the energy. The energy flows through me to be used by the recipient in whatever way that person wishes to use it. Uh, yeah, I don't even think it's that conscious okay. um, on both ends. You okay. know, I definitely have no expectation on my end. And also, I've been doing it for so many years that it's a very organic, natural way of doing things. Mm -hmm. So I just open up, but I'm definitely the vehicle that all of this beautiful love energy comes through. Because when I'm working with people, I close my eyes, I can see their energy, I see the stuck points of where things are clogged, and, and my hands take on a life of its own. Um, I happen to sing while I work with people. They also, clients will have transformational healing cards and it creates a very unique circuitry. Um, and so I, they just have to sit back and receive. It's so easy and so natural. Yeah. And I will say that one of the first things I have to do when I do work with people is I need to open them up so that they are able to receive. Every single person I have ever worked with is constricted in some way to the extent that they're able to receive. So we open that up. Wendy Darling's my guest. This is Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and we're talking about uh, new paradigms for a new world and giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. I know that some people wonder what that phrase, uh, choices and knowledge of those choices, uh, really means. And what it really means is uh, that uh, we don't always know what choices are available to us. Right, Wendy? Oh, absolutely. And so we need to get educated, not necessarily formally. And that's why we, uh, we are now adding to our smorgasbord table the works of Wendy Darling so that people can come to that table and partake if it resonates with them and walk away and enjoy that and kind of commune with it, if you will, um, assimilate it. I love the word grok because it's from the stranger in a strange land. Uh, because it's to uh, uh, sort of assimilate it into every subatomic particle of your being. It's not just, un I understand. No, no, no. I know. Okay. And that's, do people get to that place where they know? Of course. Absolutely. You know, I think that that is, I, I want to say it's more of a knowing Mm -hmm. as opposed to no. Okay. I personally don't have to know a lot. Um, you know, it's, it's not necessary. One of the things that I um, am grateful for in how my healing gifts actually developed, early on, I had very few words to be able to explain what was happening, how it was happening. I... I, to this day, I have more words, but I still don't fully, I can't fully say this is why this works. And the truth of the matter is I like that mm -hmm. because it gives us permission not to have to know. And, and it's like that in itself is miraculous. That in itself is a gift. And it's really wonderful that we don't have to figure everything out. 
You know, we have this amazing support system in the higher realm, shall we say, that is looking out for us and guiding us every step of the way. Our job is to make sure we're not blocked, that we're connected, and that we can feel the pulls. You know, as I mentioned earlier, I'm about to go to New England. Mm -hmm. I have no idea why I'm going there. Um, other than it sounds like a good idea. I mean, <laughs> I wish it, the weather maybe looked a little better, but um, I don't know. Well, who knows? Maybe by the time you depart, uh, things will clear up for you. Uh, the universe obviously has something in store for you, even even if all it is is a, you said two weeks, mm -hmm. a two-week period of relaxation. If that's all it is, then the universe is saying, hey, you know, Wendy, you need this. I love to go on journeys. When my wife and I uh, drove from Santa Barbara up to Yosemite, then up to Nevada City and to Ananda Village, which is just north of Nevada City, um, I said two things. Number one, we are not rushing OK, yeah, I know we've got to get to our hotel room outside of Yosemite uh, National Park um, by seven or eight o'clock that evening. Got that. But that is really the only timetable uh, of events that we really have to uh, travel in order to meet. We go up to Nevada City. We got plenty of time. It's close and all that kind of it's closer than, of course, Santa Barbara to Yosemite. And the second one was we're not eating at any fast food. No chains. We're eating at the diners along the way. And, and then the people that we came across, you know, it was, it was, again, it was similar to when we went to Ireland. We went there on our self-guided self tour, if you will. We had a rental car. We had vouchers for bread and bed and breakfast, where we would get bread <laughs> at breakfast. Um, but there was, there was no itinerary other than to be there. And if we felt led to go this way or that way or the other, I even said, too, as we're, as we're driving, I said, if you see something that we should get a picture of, then you go ahead and pull it. Because she did all the driving at that point in time. Uh, you go ahead and pull over. We'll get some pictures because we may never be here again. Well, then, of course, we went back a second time. And obviously my dream to go back uh, a third time and stay. Third time's the charm, right? Uh, so when you go on this journey... Um, I take it that you're just, you're going to, however you're traveling, uh, you're just going to let the universe guide you. That would be correct. Yeah. You know, I have some points of possibilities, but I have no um, agenda. No schedule. No real schedule. No. Yeah. Yeah. I've not made any reservations other than my departure time from San Diego and my departure time from there. So, okay. um, no, I'm just going to see, you know, I even thought, you know, if I get stuck someplace because of weather, I was thinking it was going to be snow. So far, it looks like it could be rain. That I have to say, that is my one slight disappointment initially, because we don't know what will ultimately happen. Because I, I, um, I have a new, improved crazy ankle brace from, I started having issues from my accident from many years ago that when I shattered my leg mm. and I was really intending to do a lot of walking. And, um, so we'll see how that plan works out. Yeah. Um, 
but, but yeah, I don't know. There's an, isn't there is, wherever. And from your standpoint, isn't there a great excitement on your part, right? And even right now, when you're still how many weeks away from the departure? Two days. Two days. Uh, even if it was two weeks, there's got to be a certain level of anticipation of this journey in terms of not expectations, but in terms of, oh boy, I get to open this present. I don't know what's in it. And you got two weeks of gift, so to speak, that you're giving yourself, that the universe is giving you. And it's like, my God, what are you going to discover? I don't know. I will have to admit that I don't get excited ahead of time. Um, I, I guess I, I'm, I live so present in, in most moments. I mean, I, I've done some things to prepare because mm-hmm. I do live in California. So I did get, I, I kind of looked to see what I needed to be warmer. Um, and, you know, and I have had a couple little niggles, but they're just little niggles of, oh, yay, get to leave in a little bit, especially right now, because I haven't <laughs> been traveling very much, yeah. you know, in the last couple of years. Yeah. So that part's nice, too. But I don't know. That's my that's my phrase yeah. right now. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, um, when I went to Phoenix over Christmas to visit my family because my eldest sister's cancer apparently had popped, you know, had risen again. Uh, I've since learned that she, it's, it's not in necessarily remission. It's almost like, okay, it's it, last time I was told it's kind of stopped. It's just kind of stabilized. It's not going anywhere. Uh, but went, went back there and I kind of went with the same thing. No expectations. I mean, I was taking a train from Santa Barbara to Burbank a plane from Burbank to Sky Harbor, and then I took the uh, the Metro shuttle, uh, their their rapid rail system in Phoenix, uh, up to um, a destination close to my parents where I was supposed to meet a friend of mine. And it was at that point that mine became Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, the 2022 edition, you know, and I was Steve Martin's character. And it was just hilarious that, uh, you know, what I... What I put myself through, not nobody put anything through. I nobody put me through anything, um, and and just the 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 uh, um, process of getting to my parents' house was uh, it, it. Now it's laughable, and I actually did try to laugh even during that period of time uh, when I was uh, working my way towards my parents, and then even coming home, I had a six and a half hour layover in uh, in Burbank waiting for the train which was a half hour late. And then we had to stop twice, once to remove an unruly passenger who was carried away in a paddy wagon, and then to wait for a train to go past us so we could continue on our way. It was coming from the other direction. I didn't care. I mean, unlike Steve, who complained to the uh, uh, the stewardess on the, on the flight, look, I paid for first class. I want first class. I'm sorry, sir, we only have coach. And he then is in the next scene, sitting in the airport, got kicked off the plane. It's like, if you're on the plane, take a seat wherever they tell you to sit. I'll sit on the floor on the train as long as I'm heading for Santa Barbara, you know? And what an adventure. And some of the people that I met, I love that. I, that's the kind of thing I love. How about you? You, when you travel, do you connect with people? It depends. Yeah. Um, uh, not necessarily on an airplane. Um, sometimes, just but part time. 
when I get on an airplane, for example, I'm enjoying my quiet time. Um, and occasionally, it just depends. Now, when I travel to other places, like once I get places, yeah, I'm very friendly. You know, I'll say hi to people. And, you know, that's part of what I'll be curious about. Because, for example, I'm going to be going to Newport, Rhode Island. The one person I know there, she and her husband are actually leaving the day that I get there. And they, so, so this trip is really to be about me. Um, and um, so we'll see. I don't know. Have yeah. you ever had concerns over traveling by yourself? No. I, me neither. Now, you know, but, you know, we, we are both, we're different sexes here, you know, and I know that they're, they're for some women, uh, they're sometimes terrified because they're afraid of some of the people they may come across who may try to take advantage of them. But I also think, too, that that is brought on just by our own, our own perspective. Well, I think, you know, I don't want to give the wrong impression. Mm -hmm. I have a pretty high antenna, so I can sniff out trouble. Right. And so I'm very conscious and intentional when I travel. Mm -hmm. um, I can remember, you know, I traveled a lot in my career um, in the earlier years um, as I was doing more consulting work. And I've traveled since, you know, speaking and doing, still doing some consulting and, and going to different events. But um, I mean, I can remember, you know, for example, there was a time I had business in New York City. And I went to a play and when the play got out, I was kind of within walking distance of my hotel. It was a good trek mm -hmm. and there were a lot of people, but as I continued walking, there weren't any people anymore. And so in that sense, you know, I really dialed up my antenna and also shielded myself and was very intentional that I would be safe returning to my hotel. So I, you know, I don't put my, you know, I don't walk down alleys at night or do things foolishly, um, but I'm very, I'm very intentional. So in that sense, hmm. you know, I, I typically also choose places that seem safe. And yeah, so in that sense, typically, no, I've traveled quite a bit by myself. So I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah. She is Wendy Darling. The website, wendydarling.com, which we are linked to. This is Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host. And uh, Wendy, I would like to thank you for uh, giving us so much time here on the program. I would love to have more time with you to talk further. First of all, I want to ask you real quickly, uh, are there any printed or digital materials that we can find on your website to help us to get started in this process? Well, there is information on my website. A couple of things. I have a free ebook um, that is titled How to Rapidly Remedy the Three Major Issues Women Face. Now, that's on available on a different website, and that's miraculousresultsnow.com. Mm -hmm. And then there's other information on wendydarling.com. There's also ways that you can get in touch with me. Um, my two books are available on Amazon, The Miracle That Is Your Life and Create Your Miraculous Life. It's never too late. And that's about it. 
Well, that's plenty. I'll tell you what. And I would encourage people to go to your website to find out more. I do have three final questions I like to ask all of my guests. And you've probably answered them to some degree during the program, but I like to ask them directly. Before I do, I want to remind you, the listener and the viewer, that we are here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., 9 a.m. on Wednesdays for the special edition of Tell Me Your Story. We uh, stream live at those times at richarddugan.com. And uh, the podcasts are on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeart, Amazon Music, many other locations, uh, too numerous to mention here. We are also on YouTube where you can listen to and watch these interviews, and we certainly hope that you will. Uh, Subscribe. Uh, and uh, tell your friends, uh, folks who are, uh, what I like to say, are of like mind, who are interested in making a difference in this world and uh, sharing with everybody the fact that it is possible. It's not an, it's not a, uh, an utopian concept here. It is possible that we can make this a better world. That doesn't mean it's this is a horrible place and we got to get out of here because I'm going to tell you right now, there is no place else to go right now. Okay, so so let's uh, let's all work together in that regard. And speaking of podcasts and so forth, as of this broadcast, our podcast numbers are at 64,000 listens through the SoundCloud analytics. I greatly appreciate that 64,000 listens in just over four years. Uh, very excited about those numbers, and I certainly hope that uh, uh, you folks will. Uh, you know, again, as I said before, go to uh, uh, Wendy's site and um, we hope that you will uh, find out more about the work that she is doing. Participate also in the Decade of Perfect Vision, the 2020s. Spend some time going within listening to your intuition, that still small voice. And if you'd like to support the work that we are doing, uh, we have a PayPal account for your security as well as ours. I'm also finding out how um, how wonderful the security is on some of the other accounts that I have. I even have, as many do, uh, uh, a Venmo account uh, and... Um, I tell you what, I'm very pleased with that middleman because they're there to protect us as well as other people when uh, things go awry. So uh, anyway, we have that PayPal account. And when you go to contribute, contribute, uh, sounds a little bit like a coincidence, doesn't it? Uh, We encourage you to put in the email Richard at richarddugan.com because they're going to ask richard at richarddugan.com and that's the email that you'll be sending the contribution to that account and thank you thank you thank you to those who have supported us and those who will thank you thank you thank you wendy it's time for the lightning round of this game show called tell me your story new paradigms for new world and um the first of those three questions is who is wendy darling um that's an interesting question that I don't know uh, takes a simple answer. Um, you know, I've been referred to as a fairy godmother. Um, my sweetheart refers me to as an enigma because I'm a very um, unique blend of very grounded, realistic kinds of things. And then there's this other aspect of myself. What I will say is Wendy Darling is somebody who cares a lot. I'm very caring, loving, compassionate. And I've been given some very special gifts and cultivated my talents that I get to be 
of support for supporting others to fulfill their life's destiny, living a life of their dreams, living a miraculous life. Mm. What is it that you hope to or want to achieve through the work that you are doing now? Well, I think I'm doing it and I just want to keep doing it. You know, I'm 70 years old and no. I am nowhere near quitting. No. Um, what? <laughs> no, you're not. Come on. Really? I really am. Not even close. Oh, yeah. You're in looking fact, good for 70. Thank you. <laughs> you're in welcome. Fact, I'm past 70 and a half. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and so, you know, I just want to be um, supporting more and more people and having fun. Fun is very important to me and living the life of my dreams. So. And finally, what is your life's purpose? Oh, um, to help others fulfill theirs. Well, Wendy, thank you so much for sharing your story and your time with us. We look forward to having you back again because you know, there's always more to talk about. Um, I mean, the, the, the times in which we live are just that, the times in which we live. You can call it whatever you want because it doesn't matter. Um, heck, I could say that in my... In my teens, uh, I, I, you know, I was facing certain challenges. In my 20s, the 30s, and 40s, and so forth. I'm 61. And, uh, hey, challenges come, and guess what? Challenges go. Nothing is permanent. And I think that's a very important lesson for each one of us to learn, isn't it, Wendy? That uh, just because you find yourself in a situation doesn't mean that that situation is going to be here tomorrow or the next day. It could evaporate. Uh, you may find the solution. You may be able to fix it. Um, you know, you may be able to walk away from it and it'd be okay. Um, but it's all temporary. And if we think of it from that standpoint, as much as I would love to go back and relive my childhood days at Christmas and, and playing in the yard in that thick grass that my dad would take such great care of Bermuda. It was Bermuda grass and he'd keep it nice and trimmed and everything. And we'd go out there and play in it. Um, you know, I long for those days, but the, by the same token, I tell you, I'm having a blast sitting here talking with you. Well, thank you. And thank you for this time today. I appreciate it. And I thank you for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, as we do give you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. Until our next broadcast, podcast, videocast, love to lull.